Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. Oh, that's especially yummy today. Mm. So, alert listeners among you may hear the Crow Fountain going in the background. I uh, did get a new pump. Oh, today is Friday. May. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> so, I was talking about Friday. Today is Monday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. So, yeah, Friday I reported that the uh, pack rat had chewed through the power cord to the pump on the crow fountain. Fortunately, I was able to get another pump from Home Depot for $20 since it doesn't have to lift water a very far distance. I was able to get a less expensive pump. So, so that's nice. And no further depredations, really, over the weekend. Um, David has not been setting the trap. He's coming up with a new strategy. So, we'll see what happens there. <coughs> I had already ordered some stuff from Home Depot. I put on my jacket because that wind is a little cool this morning, but now it's hot here in the sun. I do this every time, don't I? I get out on the east side of the house and forget how baking it is. So Home Depot actually has a pretty slick system where you can go on the website and pick out what you need. You could search for what you need and pay for it online and then go do the curbside pickup. So it was my first time doing this. Earlier in the week, I had ordered some tubing that I needed for the drip system so I can get that going again. And so then Friday, I hopped on and ordered that pump, added it to my order. Normally, I try not to shop at Home Depot. I shop at Lowe's instead, but Home Depot has my irrigation system stuff that Lowe's does not, and it has to be compatible. And so then I ended up getting the pump there, too, because I didn't want to go to two places. Well, so Saturday morning, I went into town. I decided not to do kick-my-ass yoga because I was not feeling very uh, ass-kick-worthy. I was feeling a little tired out for no good reason. But I thought, okay, well, I would. I was supposed to talk to Grace at 10. And I thought, okay, well, I will just um, run into town because Home Depot opened at, like, 6 and I wanted to get more plants for the garden. And Newman's Nursery opened at 9. So I thought, well, I'll go to Home Depot, get my stuff, then go to Newman's Nursery and be home by 10 to talk to Grace. Well, for, first of all, I should caveat that there were no engine fires. <laughs> so that was already a plus on all of them. Um, but I drove the Jag into town. And David did check the engine <coughs> for rat nests before I left. She started right up very obediently, and David popped the hood and checked for rat nests. Though she stays in the garage, and the kitties keep the garage pretty clear of pests. They're very helpful that way. 
So for whatever reason, I don't know if you guys do this or if this is a me thing or if it's, a, it's some, somewhat of a Santa Fe thing because of our architectural controls here. We don't allow for great big signs. And it's not, it took me a long time actually after we first moved here to get my surf, search images refined just so I could figure out where stuff was. So the short of it is, is that I went to Lowe's instead of Home Depot. For no good reason. Maybe because I usually go to Lowe's. Um, maybe because I've totally forgotten how to navigate in my time at home. For whatever reason, I go to Lowe's. <clears throat> and I haven't figured out that I'm in the wrong place. Home Depot had given me, sent me a text with a phone number to call and an order number. So I'm pulling to Lowe's and I'm looking and they have some parking spots for the it says for the curbside pickup, and they've got them all nicely labeled, and they've got a number on those signs saying, call this number and tell them that you're in this parking spot. And there were people lined up outside waiting to go in to, you know, the reduced number of people inside the store and all of that. So I pull into this parking spot, and I try calling their number, and it goes direct to voicemail, and then the voicemail says it's full. I was like... Oh, well, that's charming. So I thought, well, I should call the number on the text. So I called the number on the text, and that puts me on hold. And I still haven't connected this. I, I don't know. I was brain fuzzy or something. And so I tried calling the number on the sign again. Same thing. So voice, you know, go straight to voicemail, which is full. So I go inside to where it says curbside pickup stuff, and I stand in line, and they were just so unorganized. It was unreal. There were four people working there. One gal was on the phone, um, apparently on hold. The whole time I was there, she was apparently on hold, um, also scrolling through her cell phone. I was thinking, this is why it's going direct to voicemail. There was another guy who was working and ringing somebody up, and it was taking a very long time. And then two other people who were kind of like screwing around, um, acting very busy, like they were trying to organize things, but doing absolutely nothing about the line of people. And so I was standing there feeling aggravated and looking at the Lowe's signs, reading the Lowe's signs on social distancing and, you know, Lowe's social distancing. And finally it penetrated my thick skull. And <laughs> it was like, Fuck me. So go back out to my car and drive to Home Depot where I'm supposed to be. And, you know, for all that, this is like my huge preference. Boy, Home Depot sure had their act together way more than Lowe's. Like a thousand times. So there are people also standing in line outside Home Depot. But I drive up through, you know, like where the construction bay is where you pick up the big stuff. And they had signs pointing this way for curbside pickup. And there was a guy standing out there wearing a mask and his, had his walkie-talkie and a clipboard. And I rolled down my window and he was at the passenger side. And he said, um, do you have a curbside pickup? And I said, yes. And he said, do you have your order number? And I said, yes. And I gave it to him. And he said, okay, go park in that parking spot right there. And the girl will bring it out to you. And... Indeed, she did in like less than five minutes. So, <laughs> points to Home Depot. I wish you wouldn't be such heavy contributors to the GOP, but there we are. 
So, all of that ended up taking much longer. And I had also, (laughs) I must have been in kind of a dreamy state because I'd kind of forgotten about my pending deadline with Grace because I thought, oh, well, you know, no big deal. And I just have to be more zen about the fact that um, in, in this time, things just take a lot longer than they used to. And you just have to be, you know, at peace with that. But I was very happy to have my pump and my drip line. And so I went to Newman's and I was having a very good time shopping. I picked out some roses. I got this gorgeous lupin. I'll put photos on the a really unusual lupin, a sort of a magenta and yellow. Really gorgeous. And I got more flowers for my little flower pots. And another hanging basket that I bought on impulse because I just had to. And so I was very happy. And I was down to my last couple of things. For some reason, it was very hard to find impatience. And I was sort of going up and down the aisles looking for impatience. And the alarm in my brain went off. And I thought, shit, I forgot I was supposed to talk to Grace. So I pull out my cell phone. And it's 9.57. So I text Grace and say, explain what's going on. And say, can I talk to you? you know, in a little while. And she's like, oh, sure, I just stumbled to the coffee maker. So, you know, of course, I I had to stand in line at Newman's for a little while and get checked out. And I drove home, and I was on my way home, and I texted Grace and said, okay, I'd had to put the top down on the convertible to fit the roses in there. I said, we could talk now, but it'll be loud or after I get home. And she said, well, let's do it, you know, like in 30 minutes. And she said, let's do it in 45 because she and Willow were just sitting down to listen to the Night Vale podcast, which I guess is her new obsession. So I get home and David helps me unload the flowers. We put stuff away. Time ticks by. And finally, it's like an hour past the 45 minutes. And finally, I text Grace and say, did you forget about me? You know, and I feel bad nudging because, of course, I was the one who screwed up first. And she's like, oh, I got sidetracked. Let me call you in a while. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think we ended up talking finally at, like, 1.30. <laughs> so, I guess that none of that is all that interesting, but that was sort of um, sort of how my weekend went. And... And then we talked on the phone for an hour and a half, so that was great. Talking about just business stuff and industry gossip and so forth and our plans. And um, a lot of what we talked about are sort of our predictions of how we think traditional publishing is going to change uh, post-pandemic and how we are altering our strategy accordingly. So it was good conversation. I always enjoy talking to her. And um, my mom alerted me to the fact that Grace posted last night that they were going to have to have their old dog, Big Fuzzy, put to sleep today. Um, Big Fuzzy has been on weakening legs for quite some time, and uh, she just loves that dog, Great Big Malamute. So um, many sympathies to you, Grace. Always so hard. So then, um, 
for the rest of the weekend, I, you know, I planted my flowers. I, and I did sand the portal. I sanded it and started painting it. I got the one post painted where the um, wisteria is and got the wisteria vine tacked up again. So now it can grow. So it's great to get that done. It's really been interesting um, just being home so much for all of this spring. And I've seen a few other people noted online that it's in many ways been an unexpected delight in being able to watch spring unfold. Uh, seeing the leaves grow day by day. Uh, I noticed on Saturday, I was out in the grape arbor in the morning and then again in the evening and I could see that some of the same grape leaves had, had grown distinctively bigger just over the course of the day. And now my sweet peas have started to come up. I've seen some of those shoots. I planted my morning glory seeds. So I'm happy to get those. I finally, our hardware store, our local hardware store had some. And I bought them the other day. And I'm glad I did because I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. You know, I think you guys heard me talking about the fact that sound is the quail. Those are the, the blue scaled quail. <laughs> We, we call that the quail train because that's like partly the um, gathering all of the quail together and they come trotting up in a line up to the bird feeder. <laughs> that's the all clear signal. So let's see, what was I saying? Oh, the sweet pea seeds, you know, that it was mystifying that. And I still never did see them in the store. But I did find morning glory seats when I had to go over there the other day when I bought the paint for the portal. So I bought them, and I was glad I did because I had gone online to Park Seed and ordered morning glory seats from them. And they do have their caveat on the website saying, you know, sorry, things are very slow. We'll, you know, doing it as fast as we can, reduce staffing, pandemic, blah, 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 all that. But my seats have still not arrived. So I might just go online and cancel. I'm, I'm of two minds, like a tree in which there are two blackbirds. I could either go online and cancel or just wait for the seeds to come and save them for next spring. And I might do the latter just because there were some really cool varieties in there. So uh, these small decisions. So, yeah, it's been good to have been home and taking care of these long procrastinated activities. I can't tell you how many years I've been planning to paint the portal. Uh, it's good to be able to pay attention to the daily changes in the garden and sort of groom it as it comes along. It, it's amazing to me that I have so much more time than I used to, and I was mentioning that to David. He was sitting out in the grape arbor with me Saturday evening having a cocktail, and and I mentioned that, you know, and I was saying, you know, normally I wouldn't, with the exception of seeing my mom in March, which I normally saw her around her birthday in March, and we'd plan to do it in April. Otherwise, I would not have really been traveling yet, according to most of my plans, because I wasn't planning to go to any conventions until nebulas at the end of May. I was going to go do that one 
weekend, the Jack Williamson lecture in early April. But other than that, I was going to be home. And David said, yeah, but, you know, you go down to Albuquerque to Lyra and to see, you know, your friends. And I said, that's true. And we would have normally been fishing. So, and now the governor has opened up a few of the state parks, including a couple of the lakes we like to go to, but we don't have any way to get the kayaks there. So we're shopping for a new vehicle. Uh, my mom generously offered to give us some money to buy a new one, which is most welcome. And <laughs> ironically enough, we were talking about all the different kinds of vehicles we could get because I've been kind of in favor of a pickup truck because David always complains about lifting the kayaks up on top of the vehicle. And you know, But we want something that will have decent ga gas mileage for taking on trips because we want to be able to take the kayaks with us. And so, ironically enough, it turns out that the ideal vehicle is a Toyota Highlander, <laughs> but probably one about 10 years newer <laughs> than the one we had with 100,000 less miles on it. So that's what we're doing now is we're kind of shopping for that and so forth. We'd found one we liked, but it had already been sold. So I understand people are getting out and shopping now. It'll be interesting to hear what happens because um, Texas, Georgia, and Florida have apparently opened up restaurants for sit-down dining again, which just seems hugely unwise to me. But we were talking with David's siblings last night on the, the Money Family Happy Hour, and Wyoming has lifted all of their restrictions. And David's sister Kathy said she had gone to the store, and she said she was the only person in the store wearing the mask. And she said, someone even said something to her about it and said, didn't you know it's over? <laughs> it's like, well, all right then. Um, Wyoming's always a good test for conservative thinking. So we'll see how it goes. But hopefully, hopefully we won't have to sling back into major lockdown. Gallup, New Mexico is under uh, state trooper-enforced lockdown. Um, Gallup is right next to Navajo Nation, and if you follow these things, you'll know that um, the spread of COVID-19 in Navajo Nation has just been like wildfire uh, for a lot of reasons, but it's just devastating the tribe. And the reservation itself, Navajo Nation, for a long time has been totally dry. There is no alcohol sales on anywhere on, on the Navajo Nation. And Gallup is right next to Navajo Nation. And it's, I've, I've been there many times. One of the most populated parts of Navajo Nation, their capital is Window Rock, which is quite close to Gallup. So even when we were there working in Window Rock on drinking water, we would some t on a couple evenings drive into Gallup to go out to dinner because that's, you know, it was like a, I don't know, 20-minute drive, 20, 30-minute drive, but there's not that much on Navajo Nation. There's only a few restaurants and so forth. So everyone was driving into Gallup, and uh, the governor came out and said, the, the mayors asked for her help, and the governor said that um, there was just uninhibited transmission of COVID in Gallup. And they were shutting her down. So apparently they've got the state troopers out on the interstate 
uh, keeping people from going off at the exits. Uh, no one goes in, no one comes out, which is interesting. I wondered how far they would go to enforce those kinds of things, but uh, they've, you know, the rest of New Mexico is doing great, and all the new cases, I guess they had, we have practically no new cases in New Mexico, statistically speaking. I mean, much, much smaller spread. There's some problems up around Farmington and stuff, but and Bernalillo still has some spread. But overall, it's very, very low, except for Gallup. And like on Friday, they had 250 new cases or something. So, no. I, I am far from being a proponent of any kind of martial law, and yet in these kinds of circumstances, if people aren't going to take responsibility, what can you do? So, I am going to get... To work today, um, I'm, I think, going to write some fiction. Get back to writing some fiction. We'll see how it goes. I still have quite a few guest posts and so forth to do. So, so we shall see. I'll remind you that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network. And you can find more podcasts you will love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And you all take care. I will talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye-bye.